people's present, follow the Lord anyway. Obey the Lord. And if you're saved, live for Jesus so you can help somebody else get saved. Lord, we thank you. In Jesus' name, we ask you all these things. And amen. The other verse I want to share is in Hebrews 3.15. Paul said to the Hebrew people, he said, today, what I like that. The Bible puts things in right now terms. That's what Paul was doing. That's what God does. And that's that's what happens when the gospel is out. But Paul said, today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your heart. So I want to leave that with you tonight. And, and I want you, when God speaks to you, don't harden your heart. Don't, don't resist him is what that's saying. Uh, don't, don't turn God away. Don't resist him. Instead of hardening your heart, just open it up by faith. And let the Lord come in. Praise God. Go ahead, Brother Jeremy. Send it over to Brother Israel Douglas. Thank you. Hey everybody, uh, we uh, feel honored. Uh, feel honored to have everyone uh, join. Me. We feel honored to uh, be asked to partake in this. This may be uh, way out of the norm, uh, but uh, sometimes the definition of normal uh, means different for different people. Uh, and in uh, some countries, they ain't even allowed to have a Bible. Uh, so I'm not going to uh, stress too much about uh, what's going on because uh, God knows the purpose of that. Uh, we appreciate Brother Terry. We love Terry uh, and Linda right out of her heart. And we thank God for them. And, uh, again, we feel honored uh, to, to be uh, doing this. Uh, as we uh, uh, come before you. So y'all be much in prayer. I want to uh, try to calm myself. When I get done, we got some uh, people may uh, be singing for us. So you be much in prayer for them. Be much in prayer for the service. But most of all, if someone's out there and they're lost, yeah. well, we need to be praying for them. Uh, be praying that uh, God would reach their heart. So we... Again, feel honored to be doing this. We appreciate Brother Terry for asking. Uh, we're excited uh, to see what the good news that God will bring out of this uh, because we know he's in control. Uh, and we're going to read over the 24th chapter of the book of Luke, if you'd like to turn with us. 24th chapter of the book of Luke. Some scripture we got on our heart. Y'all pray. Uh, we'll follow the Lord. And, uh, boy. Uh, I really feel somebody probably could already give their life to God. 24th chapter of the book of Luke, 
the mass wrote very, very familiar scripture. Uh, and it said, Behold, two of them went uh, that same day to a village called Emmaus, uh, which was uh, from Jerusalem about three score furlong. Uh, and they talked together of all these things which had happened. And it came to pass that while they communed together and reasoned, uh, Jesus himself drew near and went with them. Uh, but their eyes were holding that they should not know him. And he said unto them, well, What manner of communication are these that uh, you have one to another as you walk? Are you sad? And are, and are sad, he said. Uh, and the one of them whose name was uh, uh, Clephas, if I say that right, Answering said unto him, Art thou only a stranger in Jerusalem? Hast not uh, known uh, the things which are come to pass in these days? And he said unto them, What things? And they said unto him, Concerning Jesus of Nazareth, which was a prophet mighty indeed, and word uh, before God and all the people, and how the chief priests and our rulers to uh, delivered him to be condemned to death and crucified him. Uh, but we trust um, that he had been he which should have redeemed Israel. And besides all this, uh, today is the third day since these things were done. Yea, the certain woman also of their company made us astonished which were early in, at the censure. And when they had found not his body, they came saying that they had also seen a vision of angels uh, which said to them, uh, he was alive. And uh, certain of them which were with us uh, went to the scripture and found it even so as the women had said, but him they saw not. And he said unto them, O fools and slow heart, to believe all the prophets have spoken, ought not Christ have ought not Christ to have suffered these things and entered into his glory? And beginning at Moses and all the prophets he expounded unto them uh, in all the scripture the things concerning himself. And they drew nigh to a village whether uh, they went and, and he made as though he would have gone farther. But they constrained him saying, Abide with us uh, for it's toward evening. I, I want y'all to pray for me. I really want you to think about that. Abide with us uh, for it is toward evening and the day is far spent. And he went in to tarry with them and it came to pass as he sat at meat with them, he took bread and blessed it and break and gave to them. And their eyes were opened and they knew him and he vanished out of their sight. And they said to one another, did not our hearts burn within us while he talked with us by the way and while he opened to us the scripture? And they rose up the same hour and returned to Jerusalem and found the eleven gathered together 
and them that were with them, uh, saying, The Lord is risen indeed, and hath appeared to Simon. And they told what things were done in the way, and how he was known to them in the breaking of bread. Uh, I desire your prayers. That's, uh, uh, that's quite a bit of reading. It's a little more than I normally do. And I, uh, I desire that you pray for just a moment as we would uh, tell you what God had gave us and laid on our hearts as we uh, begin to read this scripture today. And we uh, begin to think about the events leading up to this scripture. And uh, we all know that when Jesus was down there uh, in the garden, that Judas came down. That's uh, brought some soldiers down there and they sold Christ down and uh, they took him down there to Pilate and uh, boy there was a lot of things happened even before that but we uh, don't feel like getting them but you just pray for a moment that uh, they took him down there in the crowd cried crucify him and uh, they had said that they'd done away and uh, these men that were on their way to Emmaus uh, uh, he said, what manner of communication is this? Uh, uh, are you sad? And, uh, and they said, "Have you? are you just a stranger in the land? Have, have you not heard? Uh, uh, have you not heard that Jesus, uh, uh, who we thought was the Messiah, uh, uh, the prophet was a good man? Uh, uh, they put him to death. Uh, and said when they went down there to find him, uh, uh, there was a woman in the company, uh, and she found the tomb to be empty. Uh, and he said that one of them uh, uh, that was with us ran to see uh, and so he found his soul uh, uh, and they saw some angels uh, uh, that said that he was alive uh, and boy they uh, were sad not knowing uh, or not seeing that he was with them uh, and he said he went on his journey just a little farther uh, and so when they got down there uh, he said he would just go a little farther but they said no no uh, abide with us yeah. uh, and they sat down to eat meat uh, and they broke some bread uh, and he said when he broke the bread uh, uh, that their eyes were opened uh, and he was gone uh, and they said did not uh, our hearts burn within us uh, uh, when he told us uh, uh, the scripture of himself uh, uh, boy I listen uh, I love when he told them oh fool slow hearts uh, uh, do you not believe the prophets uh, oh not Christ suffered these Thing. Uh, uh, boys, I want to tell you something. Uh, as sad as that story is, uh, I'm glad it's got a happy ending. Uh, uh, but I want to tell you what. Uh, if you're lost, uh, uh, you want to be like these men uh, uh, that's on their way to the mass. Uh, uh, the gospel came. Uh, well, preacher, uh, uh, why would you say it was the gospel? Uh, it was Jesus himself uh, who walked with them on the journey. Uh, uh, not somebody different, not a messenger, but Jesus himself joined the company with them and it began to walk. I'm going to say this tonight. I'm glad Jesus himself paid me a visit when I was lost. Well, you talk about the preacher. I'm telling you there was a mouthpiece delivering the word of God but I'm glad that Jesus saw fit to come to my house uh, and visit with me for a little while uh, and my countenance was sad uh, when I'd heard about all that he done uh, how he suffered and died uh, how that he was uh, put to death for my sin uh, how that by my transgressions uh, he was 
stripes. I was healed. Amen. I was sad, my friend. But when I realized my condition, I was sad when I realized that I was lost and undone. He said, why is your countenance? Are you sad? Listen to me, my friend. Well, preacher, well, what happened? I'm going to tell you just like these guys. When he went down and he said he would go, I said, abide with me. But yes, sir. And he said, I will. And boy, I'm glad listening. Well, preacher, you didn't have anything to offer him. No, I sure didn't. And when he came to my house, Luke, he brought everything I needed. Amen. Yes, sir. My house was unfit for him. But he brought the blood to clean it up with. Boy, I didn't have any meat. I didn't have any food. But he brought the table. And he spread it. And he brought it in. And he said, today I'll sup with you. And you with me. I thought about this as he sat down. And he break bread. And you pray for a minute. I thought about this as we have communion about this time of year. And boy, I'll tell you what. He said, take heed my body. Oh, this one's broken for you. Listen to me, my friend. He is the bread of life. Yes, sir. When he break bread with him, I believe he gave him a little more to eat. Boy, than they ever could imagine. Amen. Grace came. And mercy was at the table. Yeah, buddy. I believe they sat down to break it with him. And I'm telling you what, I'm glad that Jesus himself came to get me when I was lost. And he began to walk on that lonely, broken road with me. And he expounded to me all the law and the prophets. That's what kind of God he is. Well, preacher, I'm too young to understand it. I was 10 years old. I didn't even know how to barely read. I wasn't some well-educated person. But I'm glad when the gospel came, Luke, I understood it for myself. Amen. Well, preacher, what are you talking about? I'm glad the Holy Ghost of God came down. Yes, sir. And revealed to me the words on the page. Amen. That's what the gospel is. And Brother Luke began to preach last night about how good the gospel is and what its job is. Amen. I want to tell you something, Samuel. I'm glad that the gospel gave me glorious instructions on how to escape the shape that I was in. Boy. Well, preacher, you mean the gospel joined with them? Amen, it did. Yes, sir. I'm going to tell you to a lost person, this is just words on a page. Amen. Boy, listen, Luke touched on it a little bit the other night. These churches go around and they hand out these tracts. And it tells people a prayer to repeat. And it tells them about sin. And boy, it does a good job telling them about how unworthy we are. 
and tell them how Jesus died. Other days, one thing it leaves out. It can't be the gospel because the gospel must come by a called man of God. Amen. He must be a deliverer of the message. Amen. Well, preacher, how does that happen? Because the man himself sends the word of God through his messenger. And when he sends it, he himself comes to your heart. And he talks to you. Not Israel Douglas. Amen. We've got something to say right here at the church. They're with us tonight. You listen. It ain't the words I said. It's what the Jesus began to speak to their heart. Brother Hunter, I don't even remember what the preacher said. I have no idea what he said. I don't remember the scripture he read. I don't remember the text that he took. I don't know anything about that. But I know this, my friend. My heart burned within me when Jesus began to speak to me. Amen. Just like these men said, did not our hearts burn within us? I'm going to tell you something. He said, my sheep know my voice and a stranger they'll not follow. I'm going to say this about everybody. A woman, boy, girl, born in this world, they'll know Jesus' voice when he speaks to them. Yes, sir. I always hated the answer my dad gave. Y'all heard me say this many times. Dad, what's it feel like? Dad, what's it like? You'll know, son. You'll know. Boy, I didn't like that answer. I wanted to know without a doubt. I wanted to know without a shadow of a doubt. I didn't want to miss this anymore. I wanted to make sure that when God spoke, I'd know it was him. That's why I always ask somebody, how will I know? And Dad said, you'll know. Boy, I'm going to tell you what. When their eyes were open and they realized that that was Jesus, they said, did not our hearts burn within us? I'm going to tell you, when he spoke to me, he spake in a voice like no other. Never a man spake like this man. Never a man. They're on their way to a man. And down they got some plans, don't they? And they're talking about a web preacher. I'm gonna go just a little different. Amen. Our Christian people are talking about what a sad time we live in. And I understand that. I really do. I miss congregating with the church. I miss what we had. But I'm glad we still got it. Amen. Listen to me. The one manner of communication is this. Don't you know? He's still alive. Hey man, he's still on this throne. He can still save those that have come to him. He can still help those that need help. He can reach people far more than men you can do. Yes, sir. Why should our communication be sad? It ought to be joyous because my king is risen and he's sitting on the throne at the right hand of his father. And he's still God. Amen. Yes, sir. These men. He said, what communication are these that you have to one another as you walk? Are you sad? Have you not heard? Are you just a stranger in this land? Well, they took Jesus. 
uh, who was a prophet and a good man, said, good with the word of God. And they put him to death. And we thought, surely this was he who would deliver Israel. Amen. They were so loud. <laughs> yes, sir. We thought, surely this is he who would deliver Israel. Yes, sir. I'm going to tell you what. He delivered Israel all right. Yes, sir. He sure did. Amen. But my mom and dad gave me a good name. But when the preachers begin to preach and they say, God's been good to Israel, I can say, Amen. Yes, sir. And when I say this tonight, God delivered Israel in 1989 from the bondage to sin. I was on my way to hell and the deliverer came and he said you don't have to go there. I made a way for you if you'll just believe. Amen. I'm going to tell you what. I'm glad I believe. Isaiah says who would believe our report and who has the arm of the Lord been revealed and I'm glad I believe the report. Amen. I'm glad I knew but when God called my name, I believed in everything that I had, that he was able to save me. And at that moment, he saved me. Well, God's people are now happy people. Yeah. Amen. I've been redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. Amen. Yes, sir. I'm no longer... Amen. In Egypt's bondage, I'm no longer in captive to sin. Boy, sin came at me, and boy, it had a ransom to pay, didn't it? But if we think about that, as a child, we get kidnapped. The first thing those kidnappers do, they send in a ransom letter. And they say, bring this X amount of dollars, and we'll release your child. Oh, well, sin had me captive. I couldn't pay it. Mom and dad couldn't pay it. Amen. But nobody could pay that ransom. But Jesus Christ, he came with the ransom payment. Yes, sir. Well, preacher, what was it? It was his blood. Boy, I'm going to tell you what. And he took and he said, I've got the ransom payment. I've got the escape for sin. How shall we escape if we neglect so great? The salvation. Yes, sir. Jesus came. <coughs> Jesus came. Yes, sir. In the form, making himself lower than the angels. Yeah, buddy. Boy, listen to me. And he paid sin debt at Calvary. And he paid it in full. And the ransom for me was paid by a man who did not even have a debt to pay. Amen. I had a debt I couldn't pay. And he had one he didn't owe. And he did it so I could go free. Boy, ain't you glad you got a Jesus right now? Yeah. Ain't you glad you got one that is shit closer than a brother? I'm glad I've got one, my friend. What manner of communication is this? Amen. 
I'm going to tell you what. Uh, Lord, we seen Sister Kylie come to the altar that morning. Ha, uh, yes, sir. Ha, uh, brokenhearted. Ha, amen. Her manner of communication was sad. Ha, uh, yes, sir. Ha, uh, so was mine. Ha, uh, so was yours, Luke. Ha, as you knelt down there, ha, we were sad ha, uh, because ha, uh, we had found out that Jesus did all these things for us. Ha, I'm bound glad when he saved me. Ha, uh, my countenance changed. Ha, amen. Ha, uh, my heart burned within me with joy. And I knew without a doubt, Mahala, that God had saved my soul. I got up and I was happy. Amen. Listen to me. That boy's one of the best testimonies. And everybody's testimony is good. Amen. But I ask this question sometimes. What did you ask God for? Amen. What did you ask him for? Amen. She said, I asked him for grace. I said, well, what did he do? He gave me grace. Amen. I'm glad when he sucks with you. He brought grace to the table. And he gave it to me. And it's an unmerited favor. Yes, sir. One that can't be Extra, a one that nobody can give God because he brought grace to the table and he said here it is and I ate it and it was good I'm still feasting on it and it's still good amen ain't you glad you got something that'll go with you always amen well preacher I don't understand these times uh, let me tell you something. <laughs> I ain't going to pretend to know that I know what's going on. <laughs> but I'm going to tell you who I know is in charge. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> There's a man sitting on the throne <laughs> in control of all things. <laughs> and boy, whatever he wants to do, <laughs> I'll be glad to do it. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> well, preacher, <laughs> these things seem to be our people's comfort zone. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> I ain't going to lie to you. <laughs> going live in the church service <laughs> is completely different than what we've got to do this day. <laughs> But I'm going to tell you this. I believe God's reaching somebody. Amen. Yes, sir. Brother Trey Brock preached so good last night. As you begin to say, wherever you're at, bow your heart to God. Well, is your communication sad? Hey, man, listen. Don't you understand? Even before Jesus began to walk with them, there was a little woman total that that scepter up there was empty and that some angels told him that he was alive and they were still sad. Hey man, I'm going to tell you what. I'm going to tell you if you're still sad this morning or tonight, there's a great joy in your heart if you'll just lean and trust in him. Yeah, the one that brought the bread of life to your house tonight and he's knocking at your door. And he said, I need to eat with you. Hey man, would you let him in? Or would you open your heart to it? And say, yeah, what do you got? He's standing outside. I said, I've got some mercy. I've got some grace. Hey man, you ought to say, sounds good to me. Bring it on in. I'd like to eat that with you. Hey man, because he'll take his body. That was broken for you and I. And became the bread of life. Uh, yes, sir, it sure did. Amen. Yeah, I believe we get Amy to play a little bit. Maybe we give a little bit of an altar call. I believe that's been enough preaching. I want to tell you something. You want to listen to the voice of God tonight as he begins to deal with you. 
as it begins to knock on your heart, as you begins wherever you're at. Boy, we feel so honored to be part of this. But I want to tell you what Hunter said yesterday. He said, this may sound odd, preacher. He said, but I'm excited about what God's doing. Amen. Listen, he said, don't get me wrong. I miss being in church. I miss everybody. But he said, I'm excited about what God's doing. Amen. Let me ask you a question. Is there an excitement in your heart about what God's doing? Amen. There ought to be an excitement. Well, preacher, we can't gather out of the building. I'm glad God goes beyond the building. Amen. I'm glad I'm feeling in my living room. I'm glad I can feel him in my truck. Outside in the yard. I'm glad that no matter where I'm at, he said, where you go, I'll go with you always. Even until the end. Well, preacher, I just don't know that I can be excited about this. Well, you ought to be. Well, preacher, I just don't know why you're so happy. Well, that's because I've got joy unspeakable. Amen. That goes beyond happiness, Brother Hunter. I've got joy. Joy in my soul. Amen. Because that one that I read about as he walked on his way with them dumbass, he came to visit me one night. Yeah, yeah my countenance was sad when I'd heard all the things that he had suffered. My countenance was sad when I heard all that he had done. But I'm going to say this, friend. The good gospel brought me good news from a far country. Yeah. A proverb uh, 31 talks about a woman uh, who seeks her food uh, uh, from a far country. Uh, I'm going to tell you something, my friend. Uh, uh, the church just won't eat anything. Uh, uh, it's got to be good, doesn't it? Uh, and she said, and the Bible said her husband uh, is known for sitting at the gate. Uh, yes, sir, will let just anybody uh, you'll have to come through him uh, to get to her. Uh, and I'm well, preacher, I won't be part of the church. Uh, uh, then you need Jesus. Uh, uh, be part of the church. Amen. He sits at the gate and beckons the call. Yes, sir. Come unto me, all ye that are heavy laden. I'll give you rest. Come to me, all ye that are strangers. I'll give you meat. My wife gets her food from a foreign country. I promise you, my friend, it'll be satisfying to your soul. Uh, you'll never hunger uh, for anything else uh, when God saves you. Uh, listen, uh, I get hungry many times uh, uh, down here. Uh, but that part God put on the inside, uh, Kylie, when God fed it, uh, it ain't never wanted anything different. Uh, it's been satisfied uh, knowing uh, that the food God gave it, uh, you know what? His mercy is still good. His grace is still good. Uh, and it's still satisfying me as I begin to eat. As I begin to eat, it still satisfies me. Ain't nothing like it, my friend. Boy, I'm thankful for what I can feel tonight. I'm glad what I can feel in my heart. Amen. Preacher, this revival is different. Yeah, but it's for somebody. Amen. 
Yeah, let me be the first to minister me. Yes, sir. Amen. Brother Terry moved good, moved in his heart. Boy, I appreciate him for it. I hope everybody is excited to see what God's going to do. I'm looking for a text message. I'm looking for a phone call. They said, preacher, while I was sitting at the house, I was tuned in to the revival. And the gospel came to me. And boy, I got down where I was at. And I gave my heart to the Lord. And he saved my soul. Boy, I'm telling you, ain't no better news than that. Boy, I'm telling you, we can be glad to know that Jesus can reach them. No matter where they're at. Yes, sir, I've heard of him. Salem in a cornfield. Maybe somebody's walking around, driving down the road listening. God will save you in your car. God will save you where you at. I believe he's calling to somebody tonight. I really do. God's been to your heart. Anybody listen. I appreciate nobody around. Jesus is the only one that needs to be around. Amen. That's the only one that matters. If he's not there, you can't be saved. But if he's there, you can. Maybe just a little bit more. Uh, as Amy will play, I, I don't want to tell you, but I want to follow my heart. Why don't you sing? Why don't you pray? Why don't you shout a little while? Well, preacher, I can't do that at home. Well, I feel for you, my friend. Yeah. I'm glad I can sing and shout and pray no matter where I'm at. Amen. Preacher, we're assembled together. Yes, we're assembled together. Hey, man, you may be at your house. I may be here at the church building. But we're assembled together in one mind and one accord. Hey, man, for what? For the purpose of seeing the law Ain't that what you want to see? Ain't that what you want to hear about? Somebody giving their life to God. Amen. I appreciate God tonight. I don't want to tell you. I tell you what. I appreciate that God Himself, Jesus, came to visit me. Jesus came to visit me. Boy, if He visited you, you're to give your life to Him. That's right. You're to gladly open the door. He just wanted to give you something. All good and perfect gifts come from above. He wants to give you himself. <laughs> Boy, I don't know anything better than that. This time we feel we're done. Uh, I believe maybe some of our singers are going to sing. Uh, well, if they got a song on the heart, we want to turn it over to them. Let them sing. If God would, we'll get that back to Terry. Uh, if that'd be all right with everybody. Uh, Jeremy, if you want to switch over there if they're in. If they're not, you turn it back over to Terry. Uh, whatever uh, that you need to do. Amen. I appreciate the prayers. appreciate what I can feel in my heart.
back over to Brother Israel and Brother Terry. That was Praise the Lord. Well, I thank God for the meeting he's given us tonight. I appreciate that good preaching that Brother Israel did. I sure do love that uh, message about when they was on the road to Emmaus there. Those folks that got to talking to Jesus. What a marvelous story. I'm glad that when he got down there at their house, they invited him in. I'm glad he went in and ate with them. I'm glad that uh, he opened up their eyes when they broke the bread. Let me remind you of the last... Uh, scripture that I shared with you. Uh, that back there in the book of Hebrews, uh, chapter 3, verse 15. Uh, today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your heart. Let me encourage you not harden your heart tonight. There's one more verse I want to use, and it goes right along with the message that uh, Brother Israel's preached. Uh, this is in the third chapter of the book of Revelation, verse 20. It's when Jesus was talking uh, to the church of Laodicea, and he gave this through his, uh, you know, we talk about the revelation of Jesus Christ to John, and it was to the church of Laodicea. It's to us. It's also to us. Boy, I like this. In uh, chapter 3, verse 20, Jesus said these words. He said, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. I remember when it was knocked at my heart's door, when I could feel that spirit turn, my heart was pounding, and I felt my lost condition, I was on the way to hell. And Jesus' Holy Spirit was getting my attention. But Jesus said, Behold, I stand at the door knock. If any man, and that word man means man, woman, boy, or girl. It's the whole family of mankind. If any man hear my voice and open the door. What's that mean? Instead of hardening your heart, when the Lord calls and talks to you, instead of hardening your heart, just soften your heart up and reach out by faith. Say, yeah, Lord, please come in. That's inviting him in. He said, if any man will hear my voice and open the door, I like this part. Listen how it says, I will come in to him. It's all, oh, it's personal. Jesus wants to be your personal savior tonight. And you can have him for your personal savior if you will. And goes on down here and said, and we'll sup with him and him with me. That kind of ties to the scripture. Brother Israel uh, was impressed to you tonight and preached from it so good. I want to beg of now. Let me tell you a little story. I won't hold you long. 
But I just want you to think about it tonight. You think about if you went to your best friend's house. Just think about this, your best friend. And you knew they were home. You kind of got a glimpse of them through the window. You knew they were there. You went up there and you knocked on that door. And they just wouldn't pay any attention. They just wouldn't listen. I'll tell you what, it'd be heartbreaking. It would get to you. It'd bother you. It'd trouble you. You just think about how Jesus feels. He died. He's your best friend. Uh, you might not even uh, know him or think about it, but he's already your best friend, and you can be his friend too. You think about him tonight, standing, knocking at the door, speaking to the heart. I'm telling you, the best thing I ever did in life is when I opened up the door and I invited Jesus in. Well, praise God. Do you feel like singing a song? Okay. She don't have a song, but I want to just conclude in just a few words. Well, again, I appreciate uh, Israel, and I appreciate Amy playing the piano for him. I appreciate the great family singing. And, uh, boy, I, I appreciate all the people working on this. I appreciate uh, uh, Jeremy taking care of the, uh, the technical part of it. Most of all, I thank Jesus that he died so we can live. And I'm washed in his blood tonight, saved by his grace. I'm on my way to heaven in spite of the devil. And so, once again, right now, even without a song, let me share this verse one more time. And you picture it, you behold it, you think about it, you see it, you listen to it. Jesus, the Son of God, said this. He said, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door, please let him in tonight. I'm like Brother Israel. Well, when he was speaking right there toward the end of his message, and he said, My heart's desires to get a text or a message from somebody and saying something along the lines, I was here at the house, and God spoke to me, and I prayed, and I asked Jesus to save my soul, and I got saved. I'd rather, I, I'm honest with you tonight. I'd rather get news like that than to get news that somebody uh, left me a, a million dollars. It's more precious. The soul, and I, I've got so many folks on my heart. I've got so many folks on my heart. And I want to see get saved. And I got a lot of folks on the heart who want to see rededicate their lives. If you hear uh, in our sound of our voice, and you're listening tonight, and you're saved, and you're not living where you should, and not doing what you're supposed to, get in. We need you tonight. Uh, your friends need you. Uh, the Lord's got a spot that you the only one can feel. But praise God. God has everything all of us needs. So I pray tonight, and I'm going to close with prayer. I pray tonight that you obey the Lord. Let us pray, and then I'll be done when I say amen. Precious Heavenly Father, Lord, I thank you tonight for this good service, and God, God, your good spirit, and I, Lord, I feel like you're reaching out to people. Uh, God, I've I felt conviction all through this service tonight. Lord, I thank you for that tonight. I thank you for salvation by grace through faith. And I thank you, God, that you knocked at my heart. Oh, it wasn't like that physical sound I made. Lord, I, I know you know that, but I'm, I'm saying, God, for the people's listening, I want them to understand. When Jesus knocked at my heart, it wasn't a knocking sound like we illustrate that, but that makes the point. He was getting my attention. He was wanting in. But Jesus never forces his way in. He's got all power, but he stands humbly, knocks at the heart if you want him in. You have to invite him in. Please invite him in tonight. Please invite Jesus. 
into your heart and soul and life, and you'll be the better for it from now on for time and eternity. God, thank you for this meeting tonight. And Lord, uh, Lord, we're looking forward to the meeting tomorrow night, God. Uh, Lord, we want to pray for that before we come to a close. God, we, we're looking forward to the meeting tomorrow night at 7 o'clock. Our preaching brother, uh, Chase Lake, is going to be preaching for us. And I believe his wife is going to be singing for us. And God, I, Lord, I'm looking forward to that. I appreciate that. And uh, God, we pray right now that people humble their hearts and praise and gets the word out and does everything they need to. And uh, God, we just uh, pray for uh, Brother Chase and his wife. And, uh, God, you just bless them. Uh, God, we're looking forward to the meeting tomorrow night. God, just give us another meeting. Give us a double portion. God, we pray in Jesus' name. And amen.